The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of The Veritas Show, where we uncover the truth, one guest at a time. For those of you who dare to seek, Veritas is the place where you shall find. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members. As always, you are keeping Veritas alive. Tonight, we had to make a scheduled change. Last week, I announced that tonight's special guest would be Drs. J.J. and Desiree Hertak. That show has been postponed and will air next week. Questions of Life and the Keys of Enoch for 2010 and beyond. It is a great show, and I hope you don't miss it. Tonight's special guests are the founders of Project Camelot, Carrie Cassidy and Bill Ryan. Carrie and Bill will be with us shortly. To listen to all full shows head on over to our website and click on the subscribe button. For only $5.32 per month, you'll have access to all our past shows, 60 shows as of right now. Those are hundreds of hours available to you. You will also get access to our Manticore Forum, where people around the world discuss the shows and current world events, like your mainstream media would only dare to do. And to those of you who want a free subscription but cannot afford one, I have a few. I want to thank those of you who continue donating subscriptions. And as a reminder, for every subscription donated, 
I will match and give another one. So if you want to subscribe but cannot afford one, you need to write to me, mail at veritasshow.com with a short and compelling essay, and I will put you on the list. I will determine if you qualify. Now, another way to get a free subscription is by transcribing shows. I am in need of help to transcribe. So if you are 100% qualified to transcribe, go to our website and click on the free subscription link. Then write to us and the next show in line will be assigned to you. You do something for Veritas, we will do something for you. We'll give you a free subscription. I want to say hello and thank my friend Jason Moore from Urban Torque for providing tonight's bumper music. Jason's label, Urban Torque, has a plethora of talented artists, and every time I hear a song, I'm always impressed. Thanks again, Jason, and we'll continue airing some of your great music. Is it just me, or does the Haiti earthquake seem a bit strange? For days, I've been trying to avoid wearing my parapolitical hat, but I could not help it anymore. And yes, earthquakes do happen. That's always plausible deniability, if you ask me. Let's see. Haiti is the poorest country in the entire Western Hemisphere. A massive magnitude 7.0 earthquake shatters the capital, Port-au-Prince, affecting 3 million people, or one-third of the population. They say the casualty estimates are about 200,000, which, judging by the images I'm receiving, may be understated. Now, what I found strange was the fact that most of the important roads in the capital and the airport runways were not affected. Don't you think that a 7.0 magnitude earthquake would have an effect on the runways and roads? From 60 U.S. troops who were stationed there the day before the earthquake to 10,000. And that number will likely increase. In addition, the United Nations will have between 9 and 10,000 more troops. One cannot forget how the United States occupied Haiti from 1915 to 1935. So no wonder why other countries are wondering if this is humanitarian relief or invasion. Haiti has been in debt ever since they became independent from France in 1803. However, France charged them for war damages in today's equivalent of about $20 billion. So Haiti has been in debt since then. And with this earthquake, I don't know how much lower it can descend to as a country. Now, remember how the United States removed their democratically elected president, Jean-Bertrand Aristide. I really don't spend that much time in news, but I think this is very important and it's it's imperative to discuss with you so that you get a clear picture of what may be happening here. Jean-Bertrand Aristide, pronouncing it the American way, was the elected president of Haiti. He was a supporter of a doctrine known as liberation theology, which was embraced by some Catholics throughout the world. The liberation theology basically was that the Catholic Church was called upon to help the citizens of the world gain their basic human rights and dignity, to support policies and programs that would guarantee all people food, shelter, education, medical care, and equal opportunity to earn a living. It was not sufficient for church members to direct the poor to pray. The church was called upon to actively get out in the streets and demand decent opportunity and lives for all people. 
I can't say that I disagree with this. Of course, the liberation theology was opposed by the multinational corporations who own and rule the United States and much of the world. They believe in slave labor, in people having no rights whatsoever, and corporations have control of everything. Now, Aristide had been the president of Haiti in the early 1990s, then was overthrown by some gang of thugs. President Bill Clinton, ironic that he will now be in charge of the, quote, charitable efforts, told Aristide that the U.S. would put him back into the presidency, but only if Aristide would agree to privatize Haiti's resources, turn over, sell off to corporations, control of all the state-run utilities, sell off all the assets to multinational corporations. Aristide made a partial agreement, but never carried through with the whole privatization of assets. Sounds a bit like what happened to Mossadegh in Iran in the 50s. Instead, by the time of the baby Doc Bush regime, Aristide was promoting the liberation theology and advocating for an end to the poverty of his country. Among other things, he was publicly demanding that France pay reparations to Haiti for all the assets that France stole while Haiti was a colony and thereafter. Finally, George W. Bush and Dick Cheney decided to stage a phony coup in Haiti, overthrow Aristide and put in a U.S.-supported puppet to take his place. That's René Preval. In 2004, the U.S. government formed a mercenary squad, trained and armed them, and set about creating chaos throughout Haiti by having these mercenaries roam through poor neighborhoods which supported Aristide, the stronghold of the Aristide-supporting political party named Lavalas, and murdering the Aristide supporters. Soon, Haiti descended into chaos, and the U.S. used that as an opportunity to send in the Marines, kidnap Aristide, and forcibly remove him from office and from the country. After that, U.N. security forces remained in control of the country and, among other things, attempted to arrest and or murdered the major leaders of the Lavalas political party, the supporters of Aristide. The coup was directed by George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. The quote-unquote new president was approved by them. The new president did not support liberation theology. The Haitian supporters of Aristide have continued to demand that he be allowed to return to his rightful position as president of Haiti. This kidnapping in the night and forcible removal from the country is exactly the same thing that the U.S. recently did to the president of Honduras. I will be monitoring this very closely, but since Guantanamo is allegedly closing, what a great place to monitor all shipments that go from Venezuela to Cuba. Oh, and a couple of days later, after the earthquake, another one rocks Venezuela, and just a couple of days ago, Guatemala and Argentina get hit with a magnitude 5.0. I'll keep watching this, and we'll continue to provide updates at the Manticore Forum. And now, get ready to experience a very intimate conversation with the founders of Project Camelot. Why do some people get motivated to step out of the box and take the initiative to continue where others left off? Are you tired of waiting for those in control to release information that may catapult us to where we should be? I am. That is why Project Camelot and Veritas exist, so we can find the truth our way. Kerry Cassidy and Bill Ryan are coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Don't go anywhere.
This is Dr. Stephen Greer, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Project Camelot is composed by Carrie Lynn Cassidy and Bill Ryan. Carrie has a bachelor's degree in English with graduate work in sociology, a master's in business administration degree from the UCLA Anderson Graduate School of Management, and was competitively selected to attend a year of film school at the UCLA Extension Short Fiction Film Program as one of their first hyphenates, a writer, director, producer. After 19 years in Hollywood, working for major studios and independent production companies in production, development, and new media, she has written a number of screenplays, acquired the movie rights to The Wingmaker's Story in 2003, and started work on her own UFO documentary in 2005. Project Camelot's co-founder, Bill Ryan, has a bachelor's degree in mathematics with physics and psychology. Prior to co-founding Project Camelot, Bill had 27 years of experience as a management consultant specializing in personal and team development, leadership training, and executive coaching. In November 2005, he inaugurated the Project Serpo website, the report of an alleged disclosure in stages of a U.S. alien exchange program claimed to have taken place over 40 years ago. While he had been interested in UFOs, free energy research, and alternative medicine for over 30 years, his first contact with the UFO community at large occurred after establishing the Serpa website. And today, I am privileged to have with me the founders of a movement that in such a short time has awakened millions around the world. From Project Camelot, Carrie Cassidy and Bill Ryan. Hello, Carrie and Bill. Welcome and thank you for being on Veritas. How are you? Hi there. We're very well, happy to be here. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Mel. Thanks so much for having us on your show. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's my pleasure. Well, first of all, let me just say that technology is something that we should never take for granted. We, we are in three different locations and in different continents, and yet we are talking as if we were right here next to each other. Carrie and Bill, I know sometimes it's awkward to be sitting on the other side of the microphone. I think you've done a few of these. Anyway, to set the expectations, I want this show to be a biography of Project Hamlet, the who, what, when, where. I really don't think there is anyone around the world listening who may not know who you are, but in the rare event, there are a few. I want to explore a bit of the who of Carrie and Bill and how the two of you converge. Let's start with, with you, Carrie. Give us a bit of your background and how you and Bill got together, how you converged to create Project Camelot. Uh, well, actually, uh, I guess you'd say that um, it was uh, <laughs> meant to be because we, we actually have had uh, magical things happen uh, that helped us along and helped us move very, very quickly into a sphere that that previous to um, getting together, we, we really were on the periphery. And, um, and that has all changed, as you know. So um, I guess at this moment, we're getting something like a million visitors um, a month, maybe even more. I, mm -hmm. I don't even know exactly. But at any rate, um, the way we met was I, I was a frustrated filmmaker. I'd been trying to make movies in Hollywood um, as an independent producer, pitching them, writing uh, screenplays, actually sci-fi based screenplays. So I was doing a tremendous amount of investigation on the web. Um, and I had a background in, uh, I guess you might say, the occult and in, um, in, in basically Eastern philosophy. So I, I was doing that. And at the same time, I was reaching a glass ceiling. 
And I basically decided to pick up a, uh, you know, a consumer grade camcorder and go out and just shoot my own documentary. Uh, I started going to conferences and interviewing the speakers to see if they had themselves had experiences, have, if they'd seen a UFO, that sort of thing. And um, to my surprise, everyone was more than willing to talk to me. And it just ended up to be a lot of fun. And one of the people that I interviewed at that time was Bill Ryan, who is uh, my partner in Camelot, uh-huh. my partner in crime, so to speak here. Right. And um, he was at that time the webmaster for the Serpo uh, project. And um, many people will be familiar with serpo.org, I think is the URL, um, or projectserpo.org. At any rate, Bill can tell you more about that. But I did a brief interview with him. We sort of hit it off. Uh, We went to dinner. He uh, then went back to England, where he was based at the time. And uh, then we ended up connecting and going to some of the power places in England, one of which was Tintagel, the home of King Arthur. And uh, that was actually where we came up with the idea for Project Camelot in a brief discussion saying to each other, well, we both have a fascination with this area. How can we put our skill sets together and how can we bring, um, you know, disclosure and truth to the world? And I was a, you know, a videographer, obviously, and um, Bill was a writer and uh, we put our writing skills together as well as um, our love of travel. And uh, decided to go out and, and, you know, reveal the truth to people. And we decided to also make it free. <laughs> great, great, Bill. And uh, as she said, uh, as Carrie said, Serpo is how I got to know you. Give us a bit of your background. And, and, and how did you get pulled to Serpo? How, what was your involvement there from the beginning? That's a great question. And it's one that many people ask. And it's something that I even have to kind of... Um, scratch my head to remember because it feels like such a long time ago. But essentially, I was just one of many spectators who happened to be on uh, an email UFO newsgroup list that was being uh, authored by Victor Martinez. The Wizard, a lost sure. uh, <laughs> That's right, Victor the Wizard. <laughs> that's a joke he tells against himself. Victor Martinez, who is a Los Angeles-based school teacher and a, a sort of part-time unpaid UFO nut at the same time. And out of the blue, he started getting anonymous messages from somebody purporting to be a DIA source, a Defense Intelligence Agency source, telling this extraordinary story about a U.S. Uh, alien exchange program that happened back in the 1960s and 70s. And there was a huge amount of discussion that happened in a very short space of time as these anonymous messages started to tumble in to Victor's email. And he dutifully just sent everything along to his own email list. And I was just one of those people that at that time was about 150 people just kind of watching this. And it was Bill Hamilton who you will know and recognize, um, very much a veteran of the scene, who suggests... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section. 
or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.